Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Do you find it difficult to find joy because of the state of the world? In today's Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. talks about how despite what's going on around us, we can always choose to rejoice in the Lord. The Lord is going to return soon to take His followers to heaven, so even in unspeakable evil, we can rejoice in His return. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on May 14th, 2023. So you're walking along the sidewalk and and you see a, a storefront window and it's all covered in paper, except for one little small puka. And there's writing above it. So you, and the writing says, do not look in this hole. <laughs> I mean, you've got people lined up three blocks down the street. Why? Why not? What's in there? What do, you, what do you not want me to see? Now I really want to see it. See, if you would have never said, don't look in here, I would have walked on by. I would have never thought about looking in there. By the way, that has a, well, that's another sermon for another time. Uh, I got a lot of sermons that I got to preach sometimes, saying that all the time. But um, that's what the law of God is. I would have not known that it was sin had it not been for the law that says that's sin. Well, this is what they're doing. It's kind of like Adam and Eve, (laughs) you can eat from all the trees in the garden. But the one tree in the midst of the garden, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou must not eat. For in the day that thou eatest from it, thou shalt surely die. Here's Adam and Eve. What? What's up with, why that tree? You see what I mean? The fact checkers. I wonder why they protest too much. Could it be that they don't want me to see? Well, be that as it may, the evil of our day at this, the very last day of human history, and that is not hyperbole. I think you know when I say that, And I do say that, and I'm going to say that again. (laughs) This is the last hour. This is it. This is how it ends. And by the way, it's worse than most of us can possibly imagine. And I realize that's a pretty bold statement, but the truth of the matter is we have no idea about the evil that is now happening. The Apostle Paul references 
this. It is unspeakable to say what the deeds of darkness, what the evil that is done. It's unspeakable. Well, in the interest of time, I'm going to focus in on just one in particular, but please know that it all has at its core the evil COVID-19 injections. I knew that. There he goes again. Just, would you hear me out, please? Just hear me out. This report from the Daily Mail on Monday, May 5th, titled, Exclusive. Shocking images show the two-mile-long vehicle encampment made up of people living in RVs, trucks, and trailers along Highway 101 north of San Francisco as low-income people are pushed out of the housing market. Question. Needs to be asked and answered. What's the question? Why are so many people homeless now? Answer. Because of the pre-planned and perpetrated evil of what we know as COVID-19, and by extension, the so-called vaccine, and this for no less than two reasons, chief of which is that many who refuse to be injected with this death shot, fearing they would lose their lives, have instead lost their livelihoods. That's why they're homeless. The second reason, COVID-19 and the so-called vaccine was designed and introduced to every nation on earth to destroy the economy of every nation on earth. What's ensued is that the global population that's still alive has now become dependent on a satanic system to stay alive. And by the way, that's in the book of Revelation, described exactly, precisely, with precision. Enter what's being dubbed 15-minute cities, a.k.a. smart cities. Have you heard about these? Please know that COVID-19 was also created for 15-minute cities. I I say it like that because the vaccine was not created for COVID-19. COVID-19 was created for the so-called vaccine. How are we going to get this poison into people? Oh, we got to come up with a reason for them to want to get this poison in them. So you create, manufacture COVID-19. So uh, COVID-19 was also created for the 15-minute cities. These smart cities were not created because of COVID-19. COVID-19 was created for the smart cities. How are we going to get people into these concentration camps slash smart cities slash 15-minute cities? To the question of what are 15-minute cities or smart cities, They explain them as an urban planning concept for everyone's daily needs and services like one's job, education, medical care, and shopping for necessities be within a 15-minute distance either by walking or biking. Wait, what about driving? No, you don't own a car and you're happy, remember? You'll own nothing and be happy. You're going to walk. (laughs) 
You don't need a car. Aren't you happy? And that bike, by the way, you don't own that. We do, but you can ride it. Are you happy? According to the website, 15minutescity.com, and the about page, they state, and I quote, everyone living in a city should have access to essential urban services within a 15-minute walk or bike. The 15-minute city project is designed to help access-focused urban transformations be what we need them to be. Ambitious, inclusive, measurable, and effectively implemented. Hmm. The 15-minute city project, still quoting, was created by Dan Lusher, an urbanist and longtime, wait for it, San Francisco resident. Wait, didn't you just quote the Daily Mail and show us a photo of mile-long stretches of homeless people in vehicles? Was that in San Francisco? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. So apparently this Dan Lusher, uh, urbanist, longtime San Francisco resident, has a passion for making cities work for everyone. I suppose we shouldn't be surprised by articles like this one from the Washington Standard on March 14th about how one Donald J. Trump is promoting 15-minute cities, which he calls freedom cities. Oh, don't look at me like that. For those who viciously attacked me for saying anything about Trump and dare, I suggest that Trump is in on this. Can you stop, please? Please stop that. Look at this White House press release. By the way, the date, September 14th, 2015. Wait, let's jog your memory. Let's see, who was president in 2015? You got it? Barack Obama. Oh, press release from the White House, September 14, 2015. Fact sheet, administration announces new smart cities. Initiative to help communities tackle local challenges and improve city services. 2015, uh, if my math is correct, that's five years before everything changed, never to be the same again. 2015, how'd they know? Because they did it. Vladimir Lenin, the best way to control the opposition is to lead it yourself. And by the way, okay, I better get this on the table real quick, lastly, because so many people think, well, J.D.'s pro-Biden. J.D. voted for Biden. Okay, listen, (laughs) just for the record, let's just set the record straight. I did not vote for Biden. I've never been injected. I've never even been tested. So go ahead and post that on social media, will you? Wow. Thank you. I'm feeling the love right now. (laughs) 
So I'm going to be an equal opportunity offender. Now, this has been in the works for decades. Did you know that? Of course you didn't. They've just been waiting for the optimum time to launch it, and now is that appointed optimum time at the time of the end, exactly as we're told in Scripture it would be. I'd really encourage you to do your own research on this. Don't take my word for this. One more thing on this, and it has to do with the book, Vaccines, the Biggest Medical Fraud in History. What follows quickly are quotes that methinks the fact-checkers doth protest too much, which again exposes the guilty party. Quote, the Spanish called it the French flu. Some say it originated in China. China. Got to say it just like that. China. <laughs> Can I just say parenthetically, uh, God loves the Chinese people. God loves the Japanese people. God loves the German people. God loves the Arab people, my people. He, he loves the Arabs too. God loves China. And by the way, I think we would be blown away, if I can say it that way, if we knew how many people by the multitudes are coming to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ in places like China. Okay, I feel a little bit better. Not quite though, but that's good enough for now. So some say it originated in China, some say in Germany as a biological weapon. However, the most credible theory was that the 1918 flu pandemic was caused by vaccines, most likely the experimental typhoid or flu vaccine. It was a common expression during the war that more soldiers were killed by vaccine shots than by shots from enemy guns. The vaccines, in addition to the poison drugs given in the hospital, made healing impossible in too many cases. If the men had not been young and healthy to begin with, they would have all succumbed to the mass poisoning in the army. The doctors give their so-called carriers a shot of poison vaccine every year, thus weakening their natural powers of defense against invasion of poisons. Vaccines always contaminate the body and weaken the whole physical organism and make one more susceptible to disease. This was proved by the high death rate and disease rate among the 100% vaccinated soldiers in all of our wars from 1917 up to the present time. Did you hear that? What? Oh, wait a minute. Now it's starting to make more sense. Oh, that's why nobody's dying who was not injected. Oh, that's why everybody's dying that was injected. Are you okay? Are we okay? Okay. One last thing here, and thank you for indulging me and just listening to me. And again, don't take my word for it. You Listen, 
you, you do your own research. You owe it to yourself and your family and your children. 1917 to the present. Uh, how about uh, Vietnam? Fast forward, desert storm. Oh boy, here we go. Well, oh well, whatever. 9-11. Come on. Mandated vaccines for anthrax killed many. The Patriot Act. We are being crushed under the Patriot Act today because of 9-11. And that's what 9-11 was for. I better bring this in. Help me, Lord. Let's come back to Habakkuk and David. Lord, how long? How long? The answer is the same from the God who is the same, yesterday, today, and forever. And that answer is, this is now that appointed time at the end. The end will speak. It will not lie. Wait for it. It will surely come. It will not tarry. I will take it further and say, it is here. Our cry of how long, O Lord, can turn to the joy of the Lord when we put our faith in the Lord. Because again, the just shall live by faith, not sight. And I'll say it again, it's when we live by faith that we'll see through the eyes of faith that this is that appointed time of the end, and it will surely come. Nay, it is already here. And if you tire of me saying this, you're going to get really tired of me saying this, because I'm going to keep saying this. The end is no longer near. The end is now here. It's here now. This is it. This is it. This is how it ends. And this is why we always end with the gospel, the good news of salvation in the person of Jesus Christ. It's also why we end with a simple childlike explanation of salvation by way of the ABCs of salvation. The A is for admit or acknowledge. This is just a simple childlike explanation. It's a tool to equip you Should the Lord ever present the profound privilege of bringing somebody into your path to share Jesus with? And wouldn't you agree that people need Jesus now than at any other time in human history? Your mail carrier needs Jesus. If they don't know Jesus, they need Jesus. You need to get Jesus to them and them to Jesus as fast as you can, because time is running out. There has to be this acknowledging that I am a sinner, I have sinned, because it's not until I acknowledge or admit that I'm a sinner that I'm at all interested in the Savior. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. No one's good. Oh, you might be good, but you'll never be good enough. And Romans 3.23 explains why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We were all born sinners, which is why we must be born again to enter the kingdom of God. 
We have to be born again of the Spirit of God to enter the kingdom of God. Now, the good news has to first have the bad news because, and I know this isn't proper English, the badder the bad news is, the gooder the good news will be. What's the bad news first? Well, the bad news is you've been sentenced to death because the wages of sin is death. You ready for the good news? The good news is the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord, Romans 6.23. See, we've all been sentenced to death because the wages of sin is death. We've, we've all now, because we were born sinners, are under the death penalty. But here's the good news. Jesus comes and says, I'll pay your death penalty for you instead of you. Good news. And that's what the word gospel means. Good news. Your debt has been paid. You're free to go. And whom the Son sets free is free indeed. That's the A. Here's the B. And this is so central. It's so simple. Believe. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe, put your trust in Him, would not perish in hell for all of eternity, but have everlasting life. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. There's no ambiguity. There's no uncertainty. You will be saved. The debt has been paid. It is finished. And then that brings us to the sea, which is the outflow, the expression of believing in your heart. And it's calling upon the name of the Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And then Romans 10, 13, lastly, really sums it up, seals the deal. All who call upon the name of the Lord, and there's that word again, will, will be saved period. It is finished, period. Not comma. No, it's finished. He paid it all. There's nothing you can do, nothing you can bring to the table of salvation. You're saved by grace, through faith. It's not of works. It's the gift of God, lest anyone should boast. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. I implore you, please, please hear this pastor's heart. And the Lord knows my heart. I I grieve so. I grieve so because I do know. And with that knowledge of Bible prophecy, there comes that sorrow for people. I feel so sorry for people because they just don't know. I implore you today, if you've never put your trust in Jesus, believing in Him, calling upon Him. I pray that today you would make the most important decision of your life for eternal life. I implore you, today, make the most important decision of your life for eternal life, while there's still time. We're so glad you joined us for this edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. You've been listening to the latest prophecy update that Pastor J.D. has been sharing. And as always, it's fascinating to hear and learn 
about how the things going on in the world relate to things predicted in the Bible. If you're ever interested in finding out more about this ministry, head over to jdfarag.org. That's jdfarag.org to learn more. If you're in the Kaneohe area, you're always welcome to come check out our church family. At Calvary Chapel Kaneohe, we meet on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. There's a Calvary link at the bottom of our webpage, so look for it at jdfarag.org. That link will give you more info on service times, directions, and more. Also, on our website, you'll notice a tab at the top that says ABCs. This is a helpful tool if you're in need of understanding a more in-depth view of what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus. If you or any friends or family need some clarification, this should help clear some things up for you. Again, that website is jdfarag.org. Next time, you'll get to hear some more interesting things about current affairs and how they relate to what the Bible says to be true. The prophecies in the Bible were not just mentioned casually. Every prophecy written in the Bible will come to pass. So there's much to understand about what's to come. We look forward to that time with you and hope you'll join us then. Until then, may you be looking for wisdom from God in spirit and truth. 